0: You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not losing losing our shit.
1: Welcome to Boss Ladies and Babies. This is Mickey.
0: This is Megan. Hi, guys. How's your quarantine going?
1: (laughs) (laughs) the question of the everyday
0: (laughs) um we hope that you're finding our episodes entertaining and it's bringing you some much-needed distraction and um we're having fun making them is giving us something cool to do so with that being said let's get started on this episode and dive in with
1: our highs and lows do you want to go first or do you want me to um I'll go first okay let's do it Um, Okay, so I'll start with my low this time, because um, that just happened to me today. <laughs> um, well, I, so, as I've mentioned for, like, I think it's been, like, at least a month, maybe two months ago, I hurt my back. I just have, like, a, um, a herniated disc, and uh, it was really, really bad for a while. I got adjusted, and then it got better, and I haven't gotten back to 100% no pain yet but I did something last week I don't know what and it just like flared back up and I have been so miserable like just constant pain like sometimes it's like just a dull pain sometimes it's like excruciating to move kind of thing and um, luckily Mike is off this week but uh, so I, I get some help but then it's hard because it's like it's sunny out and we want to be doing stuff in the yard or like we're doing school stuff with the kids and sitting around watching him do stuff makes me feel horrible and like super guilty and like this is his week off from him working all the time um so I've been trying to like kind of take it easy but I've still been trying to get a lot of stuff done during the day but I it was this morning I woke up and just like every time I move in bed it hurts and I even throughout this whole thing I just have like really struggled with wanting to even get out of bed in the morning like I'm just I know what my day is gonna hold I know it's like not relaxing it's stressful my kids fighting all the all day like it's just I don't want to get out of bed in the morning which is like the worst feeling ever Um, but this morning just also with the pain thing I just woke up And, like, the kids came in, and they were bringing me stuffed animals and stuff, and we were just, like, both kind of taking a while to get out of bed, but um, I just started bawling. (laughs) I was like, what's wrong? I was like, I just am so sick of being in pain. Like, it's it's exhausting, and it wears on you, and it's just, I'm like, I don't even know what to do. So, that, um, it felt good to kind of have that breakdown and, like, just sob for a while and get it out and, like, let my husband know how I'm feeling and that I'm feeling really bad about it, because there's always, I'm like, I want him to know that I'm really in pain and I'm not just like trying to be lazy and sit around, which I really don't think that he would think anyways. But I took like a super hot bath for like two hours this morning. I just sat and I was like, I'm just, I've got to take it easier. I'm not going to get better. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it was good to let it out and I'm feeling a little better emotionally that way. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. So maybe the emotional release will kind of help like let go of some of the tension in your back too, maybe.
1: I mean, that's a lot to carry, you know? Yeah, yeah, Um, it is. And and by, like, bringing that out there, Mike has been much more like, okay, you need to go sit down. Like, no, I'm not going to let you get on the tractor and drive around. mm -hmm. Like, you need to not be doing that. So today, like, right now, I feel fine, which is good. good. And it's, like, usually hard to sit or do anything. And I've been overcompensating, like, walking weird So Mm -hmm. my knee has been hurting. So I'm like, oh "Oh my god, how old am I? Am I 90? What happened?
0: You know it's
1: bad when you don't know how you hurt yourself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I just woke up one day and everything sucks. (laughs) Like I don't know what. (laughs) Nothing cool. No, like, snowboarding accident or, like, running or anything. So that's my low. But my high um, is pretty good. We have been hanging out outside when we can the weather's been really like off and on the last few days like that's yeah, weird there's so much mud out there but then it'll be really sunny so mike pretty much finished the tree house for the kids that he's been building yeah so the kids can like climb up these little boards on a tree which is so frightening for me i'm such a <laughs> like i don't like heights and with my kids i'm just so paranoid so i'm like want to get to the top like don't stand at the near the top like you could fall off if you fall from there you'll break something definitely like you and i'm just like super paranoid about them mm-hmm. but like the treehouse is done and it's so cute for them to have that area to go play in and i just know that like emotionally for mike and i it's such a like parent achievement for yeah both of us it's like we you know he grew up, he has awesome parents and had a really good childhood, but I don't think he didn't have a tree house. Like that's yeah. just one thing. And like, yeah. you imagine the perfect childhood, you have a tree house and like whatever. And I, yeah, I never had anything like that. So for him to just be able to like whip it up and yeah. then now it's there is such a cool, cool feeling. And oh. watching our kids enjoy it has been really cute. I can't wait to see it. Like, can it, can grownups go in it? Is yeah. It, like, stable mm-hmm. enough? Yeah. Oh yeah, so it's not it's not super big. It's like maybe eight feet by eight feet or something. Nice, but um, but it's sturdy. Like it yeah. barely wiggles. But then he's got like posts and concrete and like it's it's legit up there. So now gosh, he really a- wants to make a um a rope bridge from oh it gosh. to the like little playhouse that they have. Yeah, so it, I think. <laughs> I'm like it's a really good way to avoid doing the other important things that we need to do, but it's also like we've tried to do yard stuff and it's just too muddy right now. The weather yeah. is not good enough, so yeah. It's been a and good, it's distraction. good to have like projects like that right now. Like,
0: yeah, it's people are home so they're doing projects, but it's fun to do like fun projects and not mm-hmm. like chores, you know? Cause, yeah, I don't know. Something about quarantine almost feels like a like a special occasion, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: So it's yeah, like, you can't okay, just I can
1: do all this stuff. Yeah, you can't just sit here and make it. Yeah, work for six plus weeks. That mm-hmm. would be no fun. The whole, yeah. the whole thing in general is stressful enough, so you might as well make the most, bo- the best of it. Yeah. So yeah, so it's nice to, for the kids to have somewhere to go play that's special, and hopefully, when it gets nicer, they'll have that, and we'll be able to focus on other things. So yeah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! I can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah, thank
1: you. It's pretty
0: cute. Nice. Well, my I'll start with my high. Um, so it was kind of a roller coaster for um, real estate with the stay-at-home order. It, real estate was not originally essential, and so we basically were shut down. We were only allowed to work virtually, which I was basically planning on doing anyway, but you couldn't even do virtual home tours. You could only work from your own house. And so that really put a damper in things because, I mean, there's a lot we can do from our house, but we can't do everything, you know? Right. Um, and so I had a transaction that has been pending for a long time now, and the closing was coming up. And so we were trying to figure out how, how my buyer was going to do her final walkthrough without either agent being able to be there and, you know, how they're going to get in. And it was just this whole mess. And then on Saturday the governor actually made it so that real estate was an essential job. So yay, I'm essential. However, there's a lot of safety precautions in place just to make sure we're protecting ourselves and everybody. And so we're only allowed to, if we go look, go show a property, we can show in person, can only be the agent and one other person on the property. Um, And just, you know, there's a lot of other little things that we're doing to make sure that everybody's staying safe while we're at those showings. And then, you know, real estate as an industry is kind of really coming together and making a lot of things possible for agents to do their job for our clients without really having to leave the house. Like listings are having virtual tours right up there, you know, on the MLS with their pictures, which is really cool. And I mean, it's getting to a point where we can do almost everything just from home which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. And it makes it really convenient for my clients. Um, but so that was really exciting. And my transaction, it actually closed yesterday. Yay. So, so happy Yay. my client Rhonda and her daughter Taylor got into their, their beautiful, beautiful home. It's a horse property and it's so amazing. Um, and I was able to go do the final walkthrough with her. So I got to see her and, you know, we had our masks and our gloves and it was just kind of like really eerie. We have to stay six feet away. That's part of the, I mean, that's just the Mm -hmm. social distancing rules, but that's part of the real estate rules too. Um, and so, you know, just trying to stay six (laughs) feet away from your client who you want to be like, congratulations and hug and you know, all of this, but, um, but yeah, so that was really exciting that it closed and, you know, it's a stress, buying a house is like the most stressful thing ever anyway. And then all this on top of it. So, it was awesome to be able to get them into their new home. So I was really excited about that. Um, My low is hilarious and it's like typical me. (laughs) This could only happen to me. (laughs) And I I mentioned it on our Instagram story, but um, I just thought I'd follow up on it and get a little (laughs) bit more into detail. So the other day, um, And you guys may recall one of my lows a few episodes ago was when I gave myself or it was a hot mess moment, I think, when I gave myself a black eye. Um, And so (laughs) the other day I was sitting on the ground playing with Nora and my husband got home and we decided we were going to go on a walk. And my dog, Hefe, he's like a 60 pound Um, like Rottweiler, German Shepherd mix. He has a huge square head and he loves going on walks. So when he hears the word, he freaks out. He's like the most gentle beast ever, but he's just so hyper. And so we talked about, let's go for a walk. And I was going to stand up at the same exact time that he was running into the living room with pure joy and excitement. And we collided his head went directly into my eye, like oh. into my eye. Oh. And I just, like, I was in the middle of standing up. So I didn't see it coming. It scared the hell out of me. And I just grabbed my eye and just, <laughs> and pointed. My husband was like, he turned around for two seconds. He's like, what could have happened from the time I just saw you <laughs> sitting on the ground to the time you stood up? And it was so hilarious. And I just like, fell onto the ground was like holding my eye like oh my gosh like I can't go to the emergency room right now like what ha- like what's happening and anyway my eye swole shut like instantly oh. it was almost completely swollen shut and I was like I'm gonna have another black eye two black <laughs> eyes in one year that doesn't look very good it. That doesn't make you look very good <laughs> oh my gosh and- oh yeah yeah, likely story. I <laughs> gave myself two black eyes. So, anyway, luckily, it was just, like, slightly, slightly bruised the next day. And it's still, like, a little bit swollen. Um, but, I mean, between that and crying, I mean, you can't really tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's swollen. Um, yeah, so that that was a low. It was pretty funny. But, um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Dogs, man, are... Other kids.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. I know. Poor guy, too. He's like, he's the most emotional creature. Like, if there's any tension, he can't handle it. He runs away. So, he didn't know what he did or why I was, you know, like crying and hurt. Like, poor guy. But yeah, it was pretty funny. So, just classic, classic me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I guess at least you didn't have to go out in public and see anybody
0: true back, oh, yeah. that is true. that's definitely a good point <laughs> <Overlining>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly so yeah, but I guess we could get into our episode um so you know everybody stuck at home. I know a lot of people are working on projects, kind of like what you were just talking about, um but a lot of indoor projects, right like I think a lot of people are kind of using this time to spring clean and purge and reorganize. And so our guest is Mandy Poppins, LLC, and she has been organizing since day one. She has a passion for bringing peace and serenity into people's homes through the simple organization and intuitive tidying, making them feel comfortable and ease in their space. You can find her breaking into song, having frequent dance breakdowns, and now podcasting. Welcome to the show, Mandy Ryle. Hi, Mandy. Hello. (laughs) Welcome Welcome. to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you
2: so much for having me.
0: Uh, We're so excited to have you on here. Um, Why don't you go ahead and let the listeners know a little bit about who you are and what you do?
2: All right. Well, my name is Mandy Ryle, and my business is Mandy Poppins. And I do organization and intuitive tidying. So I kind of come up with this phrase, intuitive tidying, because unlike other cleaning companies, uh, I don't just clean around your stuff. I'll actually put things away. And so when I'm going into a space and, you know, it's not mine, but I kind of look at it and intuitively figure out where I think it makes the most sense to put something away. Mm-hmm. So it may not have been where you originally had it, um, but that's kind of one of the things I do is to try and find the best place for things to be put away. And so that's kind of what I call intuitive tidying. Um, Ooh, I like- yeah, because I do, I do cleaning services, um, not as much like weekly services. It's usually more like deep clean kind of stuff, more like every three weeks or so, two weeks or so doing like a big deep clean of a whole house. Um, but then I also do organizing and sometimes people will come, have me come in just for their kitchen and I'll reorganize their entire kitchen. Or sometimes it's just a closet. They just need help with this one closet. They can't figure out how to put things away or, or how to organize a space so that they can actually utilize what they have. So that's, that's one of the things I do. Um, other than just my business, Uh, I also am a paraeducator at elementary schools, and I'm working on my teaching certificate currently to be a kindergarten teacher. Oh, wow. So I'm a student and an entrepreneur, and I also work in schools, and I also have lots of jobs. (laughs) I also work at my mom's children's theater, so Olympia Family Theater in downtown Olympia, And I do the directing of their after school program and I do theater camps during the summer. So all sorts of things.
0: Wow. You're big.
2: Yes. Very. And on top of that, I also live with my partner and his daughter and she's nine and she definitely keeps us very busy. She's with us half the time. So it's 50, 50. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that fills,
0: fills my life basically to the
2: brim. (laughs)
0: So how long have you been in business?
2: Uh, I've had my business like an LLC for about a year, but I've been doing this for a lot longer um, and kind of just realized, wait, I could make a business out of this and this could be um, something I do on the side. Um, And so I actually created an LLC about a year ago and it was actually my friend Catherine who inspired me to make it into an LLC. Um, Catherine Kaufman of Fashionably Frank Marketing. She started the Olympia Girl Boss Collaborative. Oh, cool. We're now called the South Sound Girl Boss Collaborative because um, we're becoming a nonprofit. But she started that, and it's just a sort of supportive group for like female identified entrepreneurs to support each other. There's about 150 women in the group. And it's just about like collaboration and support to other female entrepreneurs. So she kind of inspired me. I learned more about that group and about what she does. And she was like, hey, you could make a business. It's really not that hard. Like go onto this website. And she kind of walked me through how I could do it and, and yeah, supported me in starting my
0: business. Okay. So you have a lot on your plate. I love that you have a lot of really exciting things. It sounds like, um, and I think the one thing that stood out for this episode was of course, your cleaning and tidying and, you know, that's just such a hot topic right now for everybody with, first of all, spring, like spring cleaning is always a huge thing on the top of people's list this time of year. But then also with what's going on with the COVID-19 and just, I think, cleaning is on the forefront of everybody's minds right now. Have you been experiencing any, like, a higher demand with things like that? Or has it kind of had the opposite effect for you?
2: It has had the opposite effect um, right now, just because of the social distancing mm-hmm. and the um, A lot of my clients actually offered to keep paying me like my regular clients, even though I won't be able to clean their houses right now, just because of, of Mm COVID-19. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I have not been, um, cleaning for my clients, but I'm really excited to help everyone once this is all, you know, over and being able to like do those deep cleans to make people feel a little bit more at ease.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Um. But I definitely have noticed so many people posting on social media about cleaning their houses and sort of obsessively cleaning their houses. And also, it actually makes people feel better to be cleaning their houses. Mm-hmm. And as a way of like calming yourself down and easing anxiety, just like, hey, I'm going to organize this drawer today. And then um, feeling a little more like you've gotten something done. <laughs> you can't leave the house. So finding those things to make you feel productive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've definitely been disinfecting my house a bit doing, you know, those specific points that were touching all the time, just like mm-hmm. those high touch points, doing all of the like doorknobs and light switches and thinking about faucets and those things were constantly touching. I even used a spray on my phone because I was thinking yeah. about how often I have my phone and I'm putting it on my, like right in my face yeah. and then I put it down and set it on places and so using a disinfecting wipe if you're lucky enough to have any of those in this moment. (laughs) (laughs) But even just using like a one to 10 bleach solution can be, you know, an effective way of of disinfecting. Yeah, definitely.
0: It's, it's hard not to go down the rabbit hole uh, with the cleaning because, you know, that is like for a lot of us, that's the one thing that we can control right now. And, you know, there you start thinking about there's germs here, there's germs there. And you start just, it's easy to spiral, but I think those high touch points in the phones are like the biggest things for sure. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy, crazy time. But besides just the COVID, the, you know, the spring cleaning, I mean, that is
1: such a can of worms (laughs) once you start going (laughs) to, so. So how, um, you mentioned how you like started your business, but how did you get started being like passionate about cleaning and organizing have you always been like that or like how how did you get here
2: um I have been cleaning and organizing my entire life I was one of those kids that I would go to my friends houses and I needed to like tidy their rooms (laughs) where we could play I was like it is too messy in here guys we need to like put some stuff away I can't even think like (laughs) how can I play an imaginary game when my brain is cluttered with all this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so my mom always makes jokes about like, Oh, that's why you want to have Mandy over for a play date. Cause she's <laughs> going to clean kids' rooms.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but, I
2: <need> a- <laughs> but I really did. I, I just needed it to be clean and organized. I noticed very early on from an early age that I felt so much better when my space was clear and clean. It just was so much more calm and I could really like focus and get stuff done and even just playing like it just needed to be a little more clear and clean for me to really
0: like enjoy it yeah I I feel that so so hard but <laughs> I have not always been like that I wasn't like that when I was a kid like my room was always just like piles of clothes over I remember my like dad would come in to say goodbye to me before work every morning and I would make like a pathway <laughs> for him to walk through with all my clothes and just like, I I honestly want to say just in the past like maybe four years and then especially in, in oddly enough since I had my baby so a year and a half ago I have just become like a neat freak. Like I love organizing, I love cleaning and it just has become like This is sad to say, but like my hobby. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's weird that that's, you know, you've been like that your whole life or you could just like evolve into that or, you know, it's pretty cool.
2: Well, yeah. And Um, when you have a little one, like crawling around in the ground, you want to like put all the stuff away so they're not getting into everything.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But just the um, clear mind, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't focus in a, messy space like I just can't I just can't do it so what tips would you give you know for somebody who's just starting out if if they aren't like you or I you know if they have never really been into tidying or organizing or (laughs) (laughs) me (laughs) guilty
2: (laughs) I would say like don't put too much pressure on yourself like don't feel like you have to do it all at once if you're feeling like your whole house could be reorganized or tidied better just starting small doing like maybe one drawer in a day like most people have that one black hole space in their home like it could be one drawer or it could be a closet or your entire garage is that place where everything kind of goes and so if you just start with one small thing don't start with the entire garage if that's <laughs> the place you know um but yeah I think people can put a lot of pressure on themselves especially like I'm gonna do the whole KonMari method and I'm gonna like do my entire house and like I think that's really great if that's your like motivation if you feel like that would work best for you but that's not gonna be what works best for everyone so just not putting that pressure on yourself and I think my other big tip would be don't be afraid to get rid of things. Mm. I think we all kind of, it's hard to get rid of stuff, especially if it has sentimental value, you know, that's different, Mm. but just being able to ask yourself, like, when was the last time I used this and what am I saving it for? Like how often will that event I'm saving it for actually come up? And then one of the other big questions is where does it live in my house? If it doesn't have a place, to live in your house then is it worth keeping it because if you don't have a place to save it yeah
0: yeah it's just another thing in the way
2: yeah yeah Yeah. and also I think being able to have someone there with you if you like being able to ask for help if you need help with like looking through things sometimes just asking for like a friend to come sit with you while you look through your clothes so you can like be like what do you think should I keep this? Like, and they can ask you those questions. When was the last time you wore it? What are you saving it for? And having that other person there to sort of support you in, in getting things moving.
0: And don't go back through your bags that you plan to get rid of. (laughs) That's one thing I've learned. Like I I'll go through stuff that I'm going to get rid of and I'll put it in the garage for like a few months and I forget about it. And then I'm like, Oh, I should get rid of that stuff. But let me make sure there's nothing in there that I really, (laughs) you know, need and then I end up keeping half of it.
1: Yeah. Clothes are a really hard way for me. I come from a family that's just very sentimental about clothing. Like clothing is just a big part of our like being. It's so hard to get rid of things when it's like, oh, I remember my grandma gave me that and she kept it from like the 70s. Okay, well, I, it was like a year or two ago, finally went through my bag of like those clothes. where I'm like, I know that I'm never going to wear this. No one's going to wear it. Why do I have it? And it was like Four garbage bags full of like costume I, I love costumes and it was like very costuming things but it was like yeah. that I hadn't worn since college and that's like 40 pounds ago it is just not <laughs> the, my life right now so it and it was really painful and even now I'm like well what if what if they ask me where that thing is and I got rid of it and I feel bad about it but I have to just like let it go it's not doing any good in my house like we just don't have room to keep extra things we barely have room for like our necessities. so
2: yeah that
1: was it was a really big deal for me like emotionally but like a big hurdle to get over and I it once you like rip that band-aid off it's so much easier to keep going so I'm um, I still have yet to keep going, but I'm ready when I'm ready. (laughs) One
2: thing I I say to some of my clients about sentimental items is you don't have to keep the physical thing to keep the memory. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'll tell them, what if you just took a picture of that old vase, you know, and then you write down the story and all of your memories of that. And then you put it all together in like a scrapbook or, or something. Mm-hmm. um that can sort of keep those memories all in one place and you can look through it and you can you can see the item still but you don't need to keep that physical item you know in that box in your garage yeah. to like keep that memory.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that so much. I would I've never heard anybody say that or have, would have ever thought about that. That's so that's <laughs> such a creative idea. Ooh,
1: I got to do that. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> the only other time I've heard anything like that is with kids artwork. Because kids bring home so many art projects, like, multiples every day, especially, like, the preschool years. And I'm, like, what are you supposed to do with, like, with all this stuff? And my kids are really crafty at home, too. And I'm, like, I just can't keep all of it. But I saw somewhere in the years that someone would, like, take a picture of the kids' artwork and then just, like, compile it all into, like, a photo book kind of thing. Which I thought was really smart. Because then... You just have digital storage and not, like, boxes and boxes of, like, construction paper. Yeah. That's a really <laughs> so that's, good that's, idea.
2: Scribbles on it. That's, like, yeah. really awesome. It's, like, their first drawing of you
1: or something. Yeah. They'll be like, this
2: is you, Mom. And you're like, that's great. I'm going to take a picture of it and not keep this physical yeah. piece. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: hard to do. That's, that's hard to do, but I really like that idea. I'm finding that, like, my daughter's only one and a half and already, like, oh, she scribbled on this piece of paper, like, I want to keep it. It's her first, like, time coloring, you know, but, yeah, that's a great idea. What about, we're talking about, you know, like, the organizing and the, you know, things like that, but what about on the day-to-day, just kind of, you know, keeping up with those daily chores? Would you have any tips for that?
2: Yeah, I would say, just in general, putting systems in place that are sort of easy to upkeep, like tidying specifically things that are like a basket. That's really easy to put all your magazines in or, you know, having those spaces all laid out that are easy for you to upkeep. And that's one of my biggest things when I'm working with clients is that I want to make sure you can utilize all of the stuff you have Mm -hmm. and not just have piles and piles of things. So that would be one thing I'd say is just trying to make sure you have systems in place that are easy for you to upkeep and also potentially for your like partner and your kids and like all the people in your life for them to upkeep also Mm -hmm. like if the kids know where their trucks are supposed to go and it's an easy place for them to put them away you know that that kind of thing yeah um and I would also say just like spreading spreading out the jobs not trying if, if it's easiest for you to do one day of deep cleaning and just do the whole thing in one go go for it but just being able to sort of spread them out over the month like this is the week we do a deep clean of the bathroom and then we only have to do slight you know wipes of it every once in a while
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, yeah that kind of thing
0: yeah I have a system because I'm at home part-time and I am a realtor so I work from home also and so I just you know I can either spend a whole day cleaning and not get any work done. You know, I just have such a small amount of free time per day. So I have a system where each day of the week I have one chore that I do, you know, so like Monday is deep clean the kitchen, Tuesday is the downstairs bathroom and dust, Wednesday is the upstairs bathroom, you know, and so on. And so by the end of the week, every single part of the house has been maintained, and it, it's been really good for me because it's like, I either completely deep clean the whole house or do nothing. And that's just kind of breaks it up. It makes it a lot less overwhelming. So I think I agree with that for sure. I think just having a plan and systems in place to make your life easier will just make your space cleaner for sure.
1: So how many times a year do you go through and like deep clean or purge your home personally?
2: Um, I would say I probably do it more than most people would or maybe should. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I definitely, I do spread it out, but specifically my furniture, I rearrange my furniture probably every other month. Nice. I really like to like keep it fresh and I'll still sometimes go back to old, you know, rearrangements I've had in the past but there's something about completely rearranging the furniture in a room that just makes it like a completely different room.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: then when you're rearranging that's the easiest time to deep clean. So mm-hmm. like actually get under the couch where like most of us never get, or like to dust behind that shelf, you never move. And so if you're moving everything, you just move it over and then you vacuum underneath it. And then you, you know, move something else there. So I do that very frequently. And, Um, general deep cleaning, I would say I'm similar to you, Megan. I have like this week I'm going to deep clean the bathroom and then Mm -hmm. like I deep clean the kitchen and having like a set of chores every day, the smaller things, but then also every week maybe doing one of the deeper cleans, So I'm not having to do it all in one day. Mm hmm. But then, of course, there's time when we're, like, in quarantine now where I'm, like, <laughs> cleaning everything all the time. So. Yeah,
0: I was just going to ask you that must, like, you must just be like,
1: ah, <laughs> right now. <you> know? <laughs> Clean all the things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and so when we're not in quarantine, I know that time is one of the biggest obstacles for people. What would your biggest tips be for people who just don't have time? I know we kind of talked about the systems, but do you have any other, you know, tips or tricks for people who just don't have time to clean or don't really want to make it like a priority? There's other better things that they could be doing.
2: I mean, I would say not being afraid to ask for help if you do need someone to come in and, and clean for you. And if you want it to just be like a once a month deep clean the entire house. And then it's easier for you to do like those quick, like quickly wipe the counters in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to like scrub the grout and like wipe the cabinet doors every time and that kind of stuff. Because really like people are really busy and Mm -hmm. it's hard to find the time and it's okay to ask for help. And I know it's sometimes it's hard to feel like you're like shelling out this big amount of money, but it can be such a help to you to just get that those, you know, three hours of cleaning from somebody else Mm -hmm. uh, who can get your house, you know, really pristine and then it's easier for you to upkeep.
0: Yeah, that makes a big difference. We had um, somebody in our last house um, up in Whatcom County in Ferndale. We had somebody that would come in once a month and just do like a big deep clean like that and it did make the, you know, just weekly chores so quick and easy and it just... It's your, your house, so it feels like you, for some reason, I feel like I can never get it as clean as somebody else, because I'm always in here and seeing it, and so it just, mm-hmm. when somebody else came in, it just felt so much cleaner. <laughs> this is odd, Yeah, but w-
2: walking into a house, like, that's been cleaned, you know, your own house is just a really refreshing feeling, especially if you're, if you're able to leave while they clean,
1: mm-hmm. and then you can just
2: walk into your door, and it's like,
1: ah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, and then one tip that that somebody told me just like kind of on the day-to-day upkeep, and I started implementing this a while ago, and it's just been kind of like a game changer. If it takes you less than one minute, just do it right then and don't wait and come back to it. And so, you know, something as simple as putting your LaCro- LaCroix cans in the recycling bin right then instead of waiting and coming back later or putting your cup in the dishwasher or you know, sorting the mail. Like, if it's something that takes you less than a minute, just do it. Because it's easy to say, I don't have the time. But, I mean, one minute. Like, we can all take a minute to do a small task. And that has made such a big difference for me.
2: Yeah, I feel like I'm constantly telling my my partner and his daughter. Like you could have just put your shoes on the shoe shelf since it's right next to where your <laughs> shoes are. <laughs> I just like set them right next to the shoe shelf, and like as I'm putting them away, I'm like, you know, you could just put them away. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> um, what is the biggest mistake that you see people make when they try to like declutter or organize?
2: I would say probably holding on to too many items, like holding on to too many things, um, not being able to let go or or get rid of things. And sometimes that is not having the support to get rid of something, especially if things have sentimental value to you, not having that person there to be like, do you really need this? Mm
1: -hmm. Sometimes
2: it's really hard to do that by yourself.
1: Um, So keeping too much stuff. Yeah. Any, any other mistakes that you
2: don't think of? I would say being afraid of making a really big mess. Because one of the biggest things about organizing is you really have to take everything out. Like if you're doing a whole closet, you need to take everything out of the closet to or- reorganize it. It's too hard to reorganize things. And it really won't be like, to it, it won't be to its full potential if you're just moving things from like one shelf to the other next to it it's re- you really have to take everything out and like wipe the shelves down and i sort of like lay it out in steps of kind of what you need to do first you have to pull everything out of the space and like put them all into piles of like items and then you have to look through each of those piles and get rid of things from each of the piles and then make sure you wipe down the space and clean it and then put everything away and back in a way that it's easy to see and to utilize. So I think you kind of have to make organized chaos before it really becomes organized. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like piles of stuff, you know, in a, in a room. I'll often take like before and after shots and like, you know, pictures of while I'm doing stuff. And it really looks like I'm making a bigger mess. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I promise you, it'll look great. It's just, this is the first step is making an even bigger mess before I'm going to put it all away and it'll be nice and pristine. So yeah, that's probably one of the things is just being afraid of making a mess and also just not knowing where to start. Mm -hmm. I think it's really hard when you're looking at your own space to just know where to start, especially if it's an overwhelming large space, like a whole garage that just needs to be reorganized. It's just not knowing like, where do I start? Where do I go from here? The very beginning yeah um and i think i've said this before already but just not being able to ask for help mhm that that's it can be hard to ask for help and to say like i need someone to come in just help me get started or i need someone to sort of talk me through what i should do or what the steps are or i just need someone to be here standing with me the whole time doing moral it. support
1: yeah yeah
2: i need moral support for this and And I think some people it's it's hard to ask for help. And it's also hard to let someone come into your space. And it's very vulnerable. You have to be really vulnerable to like let them come in and look through all your stuff. Um, I definitely run like a no judgment business, though. You know, I walk into a house and no matter what it looks like, I'm. I'm walking in there with no judgment. You don't have to clean before I come. Some people are <laughs> like, I had to put all my stuff away before she gets here. And I'm like, no, no, that's my job. <laughs> I'll do <that> <laughs> <times.">
0: <laughs> Nice. If you could challenge people to do one project that would make a huge difference for their life during this quarantine, what would your challenge be for people?
2: I would challenge you to specifically go in your kitchen and ask yourself if the way your drawers are organized makes the most sense for like how you use your kitchen. Because sometimes I I go into someone's kitchen and I'm like, why are your cooking utensils all the way across the kitchen when there's this nice drawer next to your oven? Like, you know, don't you use your stovetop utensils when you're like using the stove? Like, what if we found out found either a drawer that could go in next to your stove or like a nice jar on top of your counter where like those utensils could go so probably just like looking yeah looking at your kitchen specifically and asking yourself like does it make the most sense for how I use my kitchen
0: nice I like that I'm gonna do that tonight
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm going through my like mental checklist okay how's my kitchen laid out does it make sense (laughs) No, that and that goes along with like what you said earlier. Just making um, the like the way that you organize things the most convenient. Really, like if it's somewhere that you're going anyways, you're more likely to do that thing than just leave it laying around or whatever. I've I've read a little bit about that, um, like about, it's part of like ADHD coping like strategies too just because it could be so like scatterbrained and everything so it's like making everything super convenient makes you so much more likely to do it so Mm -hmm. that totally makes sense with with cleaning and keeping your home and like the kitchen especially that's that's really (laughs) funny that sometimes you don't think like yeah i have to walk all the way across the room to get this thing like why don't you just move it next to the refrigerator or whatever (laughs) That's, yeah. that's a good, that's a good challenge. I think we can all kind of take part in for sure.
0: Yeah. let We should, um, we should, everybody who's listening to this, accept that challenge and post a picture of your reorganized kitchen and tag Mandy Poppins in it when we're, when this episode <laughs> comes out. I think that would be a fun little, yeah,
1: awesome.
0: fun little something
1: for us all to do. <laughs> all right okay so we got a lot of great information and tips from you thank you so much mandy for that so we'll end the episode on just kind of a fun note we'll do a little game um it's just a would you rather so i just a few fun questions and you get to pick which one you would rather do okay so um would you rather step on a lego or step in pee
2: (laughs) step on a lego no oh step and pee yeah i could wash that off there you go yeah <laughs> the <Lego hurts. laughs>
1: okay I, i'm not sure if you drink but this one is give up wine or give up coffee
2: give up wine because i don't like wine but i love coffee
1: there you go nice. okay. <laughs> um, okay would you rather shower in peace or shop in peace
2: um shop in peace shopping is much easier when no one else is with me
1: right (laughs) um let's see um and these are some cleaning oriented questions for you so would you rather (laughs) these are bad though would you rather clean up puke or clean up poop 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 oh nice okay and then,
0: <laughs> I know, <laughs> I Ooh, should excited nice.
1: about that. <laughs> I mean, neither size, but good answer, I guess. <laughs> okay, and then lastly, would you rather clean up paint or clean up glitter?
2: Oh, glitter. Oh, my God. Um, I, I guess paint. Glitter is impossible. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You can
2: never get all of the glitter. Mm-hmm. In fact, so I just cleaned for my friend Christine, who is the one who suggested me for this or, you know, told you guys about me. Uh, Christine Romero of Family Thrive. And I was cleaning for her the other day and we were talking about as I was leaving that I should have some kind of like fun motion that I say or like open my umbrella, you know, very Mandy Poppins-esque or something. (laughs) And I was like... Or I just throw glitter and then run. Like I've just cleaned your house, and I'm like, haha! Oh, leave your home
1: sparkling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that is good. I would not even be mad about that. <laughs> and then
2: they'll home. be sure to have me come back because then they want me to clean that glitter.
1: Yeah, job <laughs> security. Yeah, totally yeah. again. Like, Sorry, it's just on brand. I can't help it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I like it. Well, thank you for playing. I thought that'd be a fun little. Yeah little game for us
0: awesome well that about wraps things up where can people find you mandy if they want to follow along or reach out to you for services
2: so i have a website mandy poppins oly and then an instagram where i post lots of before and after photos and that's also Mm -hmm. mandy poppins oly and then also a facebook page which is also mandy poppins oly so you can find me (laughs) (laughs) all the places under that same name
1: Awesome. And I'd also
2: would love to offer a special promotion to all the listeners. Um, if you just let me know that you heard about me from here, from this podcast. And I'm going to offer the first hour free, including the 30 minute
1: consultation. Wow. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much. Yeah. People do are. You... Oh, go ahead, Mickey. Oh, I was saying, do you travel to Bellingham? Because <laughs> <That's laughs> I love that. <laughs> Maybe someday.
0: No. <laughs> if I'm
2: up there for a trip or something, I'll let you know.
0: There you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. Everybody go check her out, follow along, and please do utilize that amazing promotion. We really appreciate that and I'm sure that our listeners will too. Um and yeah, that wraps things up. So thank you so much for joining us and happy cleaning. (laughs) Enjoy the quarantine. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was nice to meet both of you. You you too. All right. Well, that's it, everybody. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback.
1: Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies.
0: And until next time.
1: Stay Stay bossy. bossy.